In turbulent times, we turn to lyrics as a pathway to understanding. But how do we respond when that pathway itself is turbulent and takes unexpected turns? Hi, I'm Ted Canova, and welcome back to my new podcast, That One Lyric, where fans choose a lyric and describe how it has shaped and impacted their lives. Whether you're new to this podcast or a loyal fan, I have to tell you, I'm constantly amazed to see a theme developing around dreams. No, not the ones we have during sleep, but the ones we have or stuff while we're awake. Take our last episode with award-winning sportscaster Rich Hollenberg, who chose that one lyric from Springsteen's Two Hearts. By virtue of me continuing to dream, I think that sets at least one small example for my children to be able to follow and to aspire to. Rich answers my question, can grown-ups still have dreams? Layla did as well, all the way from Italy. I think dreams have no age limits, she tweeted. Never take a dream away from your life. They give input to our existence. Thanks for that reassurance, Layla. Your comment automatically enters you into a raffle to win a That One Lyric baseball hat. You too can enter, just stay tuned till the end of this episode to learn how. Okay, here we go again. Do you have the right attitude for dreams to come true? Let's meet Claire, born and raised in France and now living in Calgary, Canada. Claire chose That One Lyric that proves how resilience is the key to following her dreams. Claire, thanks for joining me. How are you today? I'm great. Thank you, Ted, and thanks for having me on the show. Claire, what was your first exposure to the music of Bruce Springsteen? I was first introduced to the music when I was around 15 years old in France, and one of his biggest hits was Dancing in the Dark. That was the time that the whole video clips on TV exploded. It was probably the first huge hit of Bruce Springsteen through videos at the time. Did you think maybe you would be up on stage with Bruce one day? Would he, like, say... And grab your hand and bring you up on stage? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think all of us, especially as a 15 years old, it was kind of that dreamy, oh my God, I would love to be in the first row of a Bruce Springsteen show and be kind of the one going <laughs> off the stage. What a thing for a 15-year-old. At the same time that you were being introduced to Bruce, what kind of music were you listening to? A lot into British music. So at the time, the Smith. What she asked of me at the end of the day. The Cure. I never thought you had Depeche Mode, all that vibe, David Bowie, that was probably more my, my cup of tea. I mean, that's very, no pun intended. French song at the time, I was more traditional, whether it's Edith Piaf or Charles Aznavour, Jacques Brel, more traditional French singing where it's more about the lyrics than about the music. That's really interesting. So, Claire, what song did you choose that one lyric? to talk about. So I chose the song The River. I was first kind of attracted to the more upbeat songs from Bruce Springsteen. I listened to the whole album and that's how I discovered the song The River. I come from down in the valley where Mr. When you're young. I was really hooked from the first harmony start of the song. I thought wow like really took me and made me listen to the lyrics way more. Me and me you have to remember, I was a 15, 16-year-old French. My English at the time was uh, very basic. I was starting learning English, but that song really had a different vibe to it. 
So I made an extra effort to understand the lyrics and that's how I got into that song. I was probably two years in learning English at the time. It was just like interesting to just check the lyrics and really kind of understand them and the depths of it. There's one level of understanding, which is pretty basic and then really trying to get into, okay, but what does it really mean? And what does it mean for me? How does it resonate with me? Bruce says about the river that, quote, rock is also about hardness and coldness and being alone. What about those phrases that spoke to you as a 15 year old? Yeah. I was not a lonely teenager. At the time, I don't think I was attracted to it just because of those deeper, maybe darker songs. I got to those later just because I was really interesting in the, the writing of Bruce Springsteen. So I was kind of, okay, I made the effort. By then I was really interesting and really, really loved his writing, his depth. There are so many lyrics that we could talk about. Totally. But Claire, what was that one lyric you chose from the song, The River? Is a dream a lie if it don't come true, or is it something worse? Is a dream a lie that don't come true, or is it something worse? I like the fact it's a question and not an affirmation. We have a choice in life. Life is going to throw at us things we don't expect. The last year, if anything, has proven that, but it's one of many, many examples. And you have a choice. You have a choice to make. Either you can't realize the hopes and dreams you had set, and you can be just disappointed and depressed and have that attitude about life. Or you can just say, okay, the river can take many turns. Well, let the river take a different course and follow that river and, you know, adjust your dreams or have all the dreams. So it's all about being that attitude and that decision point you have and being resilient. So that's what it deeply means for me, which I reply, if not every day, definitely I've applied a lot in my life. I am taken by the optimism you have by that lyric, because as we know, the song is about Mary getting pregnant. Man, that's all she wrote. I act like I don't remember. Mary acts like she don't care. Ouch. Now I just act like I don't remember. Mary acts like she don't care. What is the feeling that you have right as we tee up that one lyric you chose? The song is very dark and then all of a sudden there's that lyric actually that question for me makes it turn because again is a dream of life you don't come towards it's something worse that's a question it's not an affirmation so you're taking this to mean that if the dream doesn't come true maybe it's not something worse exactly it could be just opening a new door again taking a different turn on that river and the way i see it for me is like well the river doesn't have to get dry <laughs> no, no, i think i always thought that lyric at the end don't say the river is dry. I just <laughs> sorry to talk to Bruce. You know, the river doesn't have to go dry. So. Claire, I've got to tell you, every single episode, people are educating me on different <laughs> interpretations of this song. I have heard this line as it is a definitive, that if a dream doesn't come true, it's even worse. And you're making this song where we have no choice but to go down to this dry river and at least be together yeah. as a couple. No, it's interesting. Yeah, I think that's that's what is the beauty with Bruce's songs. There, there's so much depth in it, so many layers and levels of interpretation. And I think it's making it your own and how it speaks to us in so many different ways. And I think you put in it who you are too. And that's a perfect example, I think, of that. What I love about how this song ends is that even with things in doubt, he's still with Mary and they're still going down to the river 
And even if it's dry, they're together. My baby and I. There is something about eternal love. The song could have ended in defeat, but it still seems like there's resilience and there's hope amid no reason to have hope other than human nature and the love of this man and Mary. No, I agree. I got to relating to this song in that way later, but I still listen. That's one of those songs I really listen like on a regular basis. And at some point it did resonate in a different way because I was older and in a different place in my life. And definitely I do have that. Yeah, whatever happens is that they exactly they stick together. They still their absolute beautiful love between the two of them, which again is another positive aspect to the song. At first it's a deep and dark song, but I always feel better when I listen to it. It's a feel-good song for me, definitely. Well, we know during the River Tour in 2016, it took on real spark and importance. I never had yet the occasion to see him on stage and hopefully knock on wood when this whole pandemic is behind us. Uh, I hope it will start another tour. It's one of those things we realize it's defining moments like, okay, next time I have occasion, I'll make it up. You don't miss the opportunity. Claire, I had such a great time talking with you. Be safe up in Canada. I really appreciate you opening up and enlightening me. Thank you, Claire. You're very welcome. Thank you, Ted. Wow, so going down to the river isn't with regret of the past, but hope for the future, as Claire sees in that one lyric from the river. Is a dream a that don't come true? Or is it something worse? A question, not an affirmation, she says. Who knew? <laughs> well, you keep affirming the work that I put into this podcast by sharing your comments. Leave your rating and review on Apple Podcasts and you'll automatically enter a raffle to win a That One Lyric baseball hat. Check out our merchandise at thatonelyric.com. And please keep sharing this with your friends and fellow fans. Yes, some may roll their eyes that we can actually talk about one lyric, but who cares? We're not apologizing for our fandom. I'm glad you joined me, that you're part of our community, and that you enjoyed That One Lyric. I'm Ted Canova. As I say to end the tour podcast, Music makes it all better. See you next time. Oh,